1: Hello? Who is this? This is Roger L. Jackson, Ghostface, from the Scream franchise, and you're listening to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. So you like scary movies, huh? What's your favorite scary movie? And it better be the right answer, O'Royal. Well, you know the rest. Thank you. You're such a lovely audience. We'd like to take you home with us. Or better yet,
2: see you in your home. In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist, it's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin. And they are all that stand between you
0: and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There a movie podcast.
2: What's up, everyone? Welcome to Don't Go Out There Live. Uh, this is a spoiler reaction. So I want to say that right off the top before we have any complaints or anything like that. If you don't want to know anything, if you haven't seen Scream, probably come back and watch this a little bit later. If you're ready for spoilers, fellas, welcome. Let's talk a little bit about Scream 2022, aka Scream 5, aka the new Scream, whatever you want to call it um fellas i'll just start off by saying uh i enjoyed the movie a lot i i'm interested to hear y'all's reactions i know brian's nico saw it this afternoon i'm curious to see what he says so i'm gonna start with brian though <laughs> so i know what i'm in for and then we'll go to nico uh brian just real quick your general overview your general thoughts on screen uh 2022
1: Hey, and again, if you didn't hear Mike, because I mean he was breaking up a little bit for me, this is spoilers. Spoiler warning, hundred percent. So turn it off if you have not seen this, because we are going to talk some shit about Scream and spoil the whole damn thing for you. But um, general overview, I fucking loved it. I guarantee. I, I mean, I don't guarantee you. I I would put money on the fact that I love this probably more than any of us. I would. I would bet. Um, you know, we're going to rank the uh, the the Scream franchise at the end. But I loved everything. I loved Skeet coming back. I loved the new characters. Um, you know, I, I mean, and we'll talk go into that a little bit. But hey, I mean, I loved it. I don't have much bad, if anything, to say about it. I think I, I put on Twitter that I rated it a a nine point seven five right off the bat.
3: I thought it was okay. What nothing special. Uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, I there. I will say the kills were great. Very, very violent deaths like that. Uh, there's a scene that we'll touch on later that's very heartfelt that uh, even got me some goose pimples, got me a little emotional that we'll touch on later. But uh, I don't know. There's a couple of good deaths that I didn't see coming, honestly. So they uh, screen definitely went there, as we would say. But I don't know. I just thought I thought Billy Loomis's character was kind of weird in this. Honestly, seemed. Uh, i didn't really see the point of that uh more more families being more family members being inserted to create a story but you know this is how i am that's just me i knew brian and mike would probably love it because they're diehard scream fans i'm not i think the movie is okay i would probably put it third in my rankings right now
2: okay well hey in my
1: in my defense like being a i think being a diehard scream fan is is harder for you to impress me like with, with a movie that's, you know, don't really care for, you know, I don't know, let's pull it through a franchise child's play. It's okay. So like, to me, you're going to, you can make a pretty mediocre movie by, by child's play fan, diehard fans, uh you know, rankings or whatever. And I would think it was fantastic. So, I, I mean, I, I I feel like that I'm pretty hard to impress as a scream diehard fan. And uh, you know, any of my diehard, franchises that I love are like that. So I mean I to me I I think you did you did it they did it right by me anyway.
2: Yeah um I'm also a diehard scream fan. Uh I love Scream so much my hat is meta. (laughs) Shout out to Catherine for making the hat. (laughs) So um you know I I'll say this I understand where Nico's coming from. If you're not a fan of this franchise there's a lot of fan service to the fans of the franchise within this film. However that's true. That's true. However, some of that's on purpose. Uh some of that's letting you know we're kind of not making fun of you for being such a diehard fan, but we're like kind of poking fun at you for being a diehard fan, if that makes sense. I think some of the Billy Loomis appearances by Skeet Ulrich, that's what that is, in my opinion. Um, but we'll get to that in a little bit. I want to start off with some of my positives. Sorry if I'm breaking up. I'm trying to fix it the best I can on the fly here. Um I'll start off a with a ride. few po- I'll start off with a few positives. Uh, I think the returning legacy characters are really good for what they're given. Um, I wish that Nev had had a bigger role in the film. I think that's uh, something I walked away feeling like we didn't get enough. Uh, Sydney Prescott, in my opinion, she's part of the reason I come back to the franchise. I understand why they did it, because you kind of didn't want to go the Halloween route, I believe, and just overly do the main uh, final girl of the franchise. But what they give her, she does a really great job at. The scene when she first appears on screen is fantastic to me. Just like the shot of it, anyway. I know she's jogging, you know, with a stroller, but I still think it's a really cool shot. Um, right off the bat, just positives. And I wish Destin were on so he could hear it, but I've already told him. Uh, man, David Arquette is awesome in this movie i will give him a complete tip of the cap my opinion this is the best he's ever done as dewey hands down he plays it a different way and i think he 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 brings an edge to it this time that i think was needed and i really appreciated it i thought david arquette brought a lot to the role this time around um i thought the new cast of characters and this isn't this is kind of a mixed. It's not so much a positive, not so much a negative. I thought they were just okay. Not necessarily memorable, but I thought they were okay. We'll get to their scenes in a little bit. Another positive: the music is great. I think the 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 movement of the camera feels like Wes Craven. They did a great job, kind of keeping it within universe. I think that fits really well. Um, the plot, I think, is pretty good. Uh, I have some problems with a few things, but outside of that, those are kind of my big positives, my big takeaways. Uh, you know, and honestly, one of my favorite. I texted Brian in the theater was the music. You know the scene. Your song was in it. I texted you, right? I said, oh, you're going to fucking love this, dude. <laughs> so, Brian, just uh, right off the top, what were some of your uh, general positives?
1: I actually don't have a lot of negatives. <clears throat> um, I, I, I know that a lot of people kind of think that the new cast maybe is a little bit not as memorable. And, you know, I mean, I get that, but... I also think that, you know, this is only given, you know, you 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 learn to to like love these people and these characters over many wa- many rewatches, at least I do. And so, you know, only watching it once. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of people to kind of, you know, get your head around. But I think upon multiple rewatches, people going to fall more and more in love with this new cast. Um, I, I, I don't have any problem with with how they really did the uh, the legacy characters. I, I, I like everything that they did with that. Um, just want to give props to James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick. Like, you know, I've gone hard in the paint for Kevin Williamson on this show. And I'm, you know, I know he produced it. He may have had a say so here and there, but it was those guys that, uh, that really made a, a good screenplay. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of made me want to see what's that other movie that they made that they're so popular for. Um, it's ready or not. Thank you. I haven't watched that pick. yet.
3: That's my pick next month, so you got to yeah. watch it. And it's right, really exactly. good. It's really but, good. So
1: I'm looking forward to it because, I mean, these guys, they, I mean, they did it right by it. And, you know, like I said, I go hard in the paint for Kevin Williamson, but I think it was maybe time for a little bit new blood in the franchise. And, um, you know, I think Sam stole the show. Um, you know, Melissa Barrera, I think she did fantastic. Um You know, and I didn't have a problem with the Billy Luma stuff. I do admit that it was some fan service. I agree with that. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know of another way that you could if you're going to try to insert the fact that she's having these like, you know, she's having problems and 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 hearing her father, I guess, or, or that you're fighting with that urge, that serial killer urge that she's so scared she has. Um, I, I don't know. I thought it was a, a really well done. And I didn't think he looked over CG'd, although he did look a little bit CG'd. <laughs>
2: uh, Nico, right before you go, one more big positive, and I've talked about it. Uh, I, Actually, it's two positives. I talked about it on Twitter, then I'm going to let you go. One, the fact that Scream is self-aware enough to make fun of itself for the mistakes it's made in the past. I love that about this franchise. It calls itself out. It's not too proud. It kind of you know brings you in and says, ah, this we probably could have done a few things better before by doing that through the stab franchise, which I love the stab franchise within the scream universe. It gets all kind of, if it's not something that you're a fan of, I could see it getting kind of tangled and confusing, but for me, it's so meta. I love it. That stab takes the place of scream within the scream universe. And I think uh, they really tie that into this film, and I'm a big fan of it. But I understand if it's too much for someone else that just doesn't like that kind of writing. So sorry about that, Nico. Go ahead.
3: No, you're good, man. Uh, positives for me, like I, the kills. I love the kills. They were great. Yeah. Uh, like you mentioned in the past, it's a lot of just stabs over and over. But these were these were some good stab kills. <laughs> really good stab kills. Uh, I like that from that uh, from the slasher aspect. I think the opening scene was you know pretty in, pretty intense but that was kind of teased throughout the trailers, but it was still really good. Um, like you said, the big three, they were all great. Dewey, I agree 100%. That was David Arquette's best portrayal as Deputy Dewey or Sheriff Dewey, whatever you want to call him. Kind of reminded me of uh, Sheriff Hopper in the Stranger Things, seeing him in that trailer out by yeah. himself. Uh, I like that. Uh, Gail and Sydney were great. Wish they would have been on the uh, screen a little more. I agree with that 100%. You know, I got the big, you know, I got like a little bit of a pop, maybe some chills whenever Sydney came on screen for the first time, even though I knew that's how she was revealed in the trailers. But, you know, it's like, like you guys say, it's like seeing family and seeing them three. Um, and last but not least, I'll give, I, I do think Sam did a good job, but I'm going to give Jenna Ortega a lot of credit too. I think she was great. As yeah, she it was. was terrible. Absolutely. It. She it was. Her. I really liked her in the season two of You. Uh, I'm glad that oh, spoiler ahead. alert. I'm glad, <laughs> spoiler alert. I'm glad she survived because after what happened with Love Quinn killing her sister for no reason, she deserved to live in this one. But <laughs> you know, that's some positives I had. Uh,
2: I so real quick. Here's like kind of a mixed that, that, that I talked about with the cast of new characters. I think they're good actors. I don't know if I love the characters themselves. They kind of. They don't feel memorable to me. Now, that could change with sequels. You know, as yes. time goes on, these things could become more entrenched and the surviving members could be better characters. Uh, and we're going to get the ghost face reveals if we liked that or didn't like that. I was going to kind of save that for the end. But I thought all the characters were acted really well. I just wish maybe they had more to do or more importance throughout the film. Some of the, some of the young characters, especially one that plays a major role later, uh, doesn't have a whole lot to do the whole film. And I don't know if that was on purpose. Uh, we're talking about the character of Amber. Uh, I, she doesn't have a whole lot to do throughout the movie, and she ends up playing a very integral role in the plot. So I was a little shocked by that. But outside of that, I think the young cast is good. Shout out to De- uh, Deputy Judy for returning. She's <laughs> She's the only sequel cast member to return for another film so that got added after the original she's the only one to ever return to another sequel that's a really cool nod and i think her character and her kill was really uh, really creative really cool i liked the i kind of sniffed it out that that was how that was going to end up happening where she'd rush back home and end up getting killed by ghostface 2 but whether i called it or not i thought killing someone in broad daylight you know i'm a big fan of that and i thought it worked out really well
3: more hey, terrible d- police work though
2: <laughs> yeah uh, well hey she learned from the n- never mind never mind she did learn from dewey I- i'm just saying
1: <laughs> that's true that's true
3: um i'm sorry i think we just stole brian uh we we missed brian's thought train
1: though. yeah i forgot Go ahead, I was brian. Gonna
0: say
3: now. oh
1: i forgot what i was going to say um I, yeah I, oh yeah i remember now okay like, we talk about like um I think that they did the best the writers did the best with the the new characters based on the like time that they had to give to like the legacy characters because i mean you're talking about if you look back at scream one all right you've got the main cast of characters is what what was it six seven seven of them randy the two and three of those are you know the main you know big three like this one you've got just about the same amount of characters Plus, you've got the legacy characters to to kind of give some time to, you know. Plus, you've got uh, Marley Shelton that you know came back, like you just talked about. I think there's just a lot of characters they're trying to develop, and so there's some that are just going to kind of get cut short, some, you know. And I, but I think that, like you said, in, in the sequels, and you can talk about the money this thing's making; it's already blowing past Scream Four, I know for a fact. So, yeah, um, I mean, I'm sure they're going to make another one, and I mean, hey, they should. But I think that they're going to move on, obviously, from from the big three, unless there's some crazy way that they could bring them back. But, you know, I'm fine with that. Just, you know, I, th- I think I- – I trust these guys. I think they're doing a good job. And if you want to touch on any of the Easter eggs, Mike, uh, there's definitely some Easter eggs all throughout this thing.
2: I'll let you get them. Go ahead, Nico.
3: What am I touching on? I'm sorry.
2: Oh, no, you're good. I'll just say real quick before I let Nico go that – uh, I like the subtle nod, Wes Hicks as a character name, the subtle nod to Wes Craven. That was really nicely done. Uh, the end credits where they said for Wes, I thought that was really neat as well. Yeah, um, I love that. Um, uh, as far as the characters, Brian, I think you can still incorporate Sydney and Gale um, as the sequels go on. Now, I think with each sequel, you're probably going to have to kill one. Um because just,
1: or, or you're just gonna have to make it way, way less and less. Yeah, time. I like call them and have them give advice yeah. or something, but I just don't see them again coming back to do this again. Like, I just, I just don't. I think this was a good send off.
2: I do too. Um, I also thought Scream 4 was a good send off, so what do I know? But the character Dewey, obviously, let's go ahead and spoil that if you don't know. The character Dewey is no longer with us. Uh, by the way, one of the best kills in the movie to me, I thought. It was a dumb character moment by Dewey <laughs> to go back there, but it also showed it showed that Dewey's tired of this shit. He's tired of running. He's tired of living in fear. He's not scared, and he's got a chance to put a bullet in Ghostface. And so I'm kind of mixed on the dumb character decision there, but I think the kill of Dewey, and we could talk about it, I like that kill. It's brutal. It's way more brutal than I would have ever thought they'd kill a legacy character. So I thought that was interesting as well. Um, as it was happening, there's almost a part of you because you've seen Dewey survive so much shit. <laughs> You're like, is this going to – but then they gut him up the middle, and I'm like, ah, that's the end of Dewey. So I thought that was a really good kill. Just thoughts on killing off a legacy character and is Dewey what you – is Dewey the one we all thought would die or or do we think it may be someone else?
1: I mean, I think it was a good choice. I don't see – I mean, and, and- – I think that Dewey uh, is about the only person that could have brought the other two back into, uh, you know, back to Woodsboro again to do this. So I think that those the uh, Sydney and uh, Gail sit out this next couple. But if you keep going, you would, you know, they would return to Woodsboro to save somebody like their kids, you know, just throwing that out there. I mean, but I don't see them coming back anytime soon. Um, but as far as, as Dewey's death goes, I I think it was, I think it was great because I mean, if he didn't go back, you know, everybody would just be screaming, Oh, you're stupid. You didn't go back and make sure he was dead. I mean, I I don't have a problem with that.
2: Yep.
3: All right. The kill was great. Very brutal kill problem. This girl, Amber is not overpowering these people in this movie. Sorry. It's not happening. (laughs) She's not overpowering Dewey. She's not overpowering Wes. Uh, I'm pretty sure she fought that. The jock guy – I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. The jock guy in the bushes because Macy was still in the car, right? Richie was in the car with Sam and, uh, and Chad, Tara. So it, it had to be Amber. Yeah. She's not overpowering these guys. I, I'm not saying that in an offensive way. I'm not trying to sound like that. But let's just be honest. She's not overpowering – I just – the kill was great, but I just don't buy it. I'm sorry. I'm just well, I don't nothing stood
1: out to me like that. I don't. I mean, and maybe upon another rewatch, I will be like, okay, well, that person is this. But like when I was watching it, I never thought yeah. who's Ghostface? it could have been a dude anyway. I don't know. Nothing like that ever stood out to me anyway. But like I said, I may change my mind on another watch. I don't know.
2: I will say yeah. that's kind of what that's kind of what Ghostface has always been. Is you can get away True. with that stuff because there's always two. I do agree with Nico, though. After the movie was over, I did think about that because Richie is in the elevator. So it had to be Amber. You know, spoiler yeah, alert he got, he, the, got, he got cut by Amber. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert for the end. But so it had to be Amber. So again, that's, yeah, I'm mixed on that. But I, I still think the kill is so good. I, I mean, I just, I can look past it's a great, those it's a kinds great of kill. things. It's yeah, kill. it's a great kill. Um, speaking of the ghost face, uh Ghostface reveals obviously the character of Richie, which is the love interest, which you know how I felt they should have done that in Scream too, <laughs> instead of the direction they went. So I've been kind of waiting on a return to that. Uh I know that got a lot of mixed reactions. I'm interested to hear you guys' uh thoughts on that. But also Amber, who is what I was talking about earlier, feels like a very inconsequential character to make a ghost face. Um to me, she didn't have a whole lot to do in the movie. She didn't stand out, even though she was um, Tara's friend. I understand that, but there's just a small part of me that wishes maybe had a bit, a little bit more of an impactful character. Maybe make it Wes or something like that, you know? Because it's uh, Judy's son. That kind of interesting to me. Uh, but just your thoughts on the two Ghostface. I'll start with Nico. <laughs> uh,
3: not great to me, honestly. But that's just my issue with the Scream franchise in general. It's like you focus around the big three that, you know, the good guy is not the bad guy. So you kind of have to figure out these stories to like make other people hate them and want to get their fame, get their glory. And it's just hard. I mean, it's hard to make. If you like the story, you like the story. But if you just kind of feel like you're just making a movie to make a movie, that's how I feel. But I'm not saying I hate the movie, but it's just, Okay, so this girl moved into Stu's house, so she became obsessed. And then as soon as they brought up the, the requel thing in the house, when they gathered all together, I was like, it's gotta be the love interest again. Because you kept seeing Billy Loomis and you kind of basically made Sam Sidney. So I was like, I this one was the first one I kind of like figured out who the killers were. Me the too. Other ones, even if I didn't like Roman, yeah, me I too. still didn't really see it coming the first time I watched it. Yeah. This one just I don't know. I feel like this was just a movie maybe to send Dewey off in a heroic way maybe, but I don't know. I I didn't love the Ghostface reveal, honestly.
2: Go ahead, Brian. Respectfully.
1: Uh, Okay, first of all, you brought up Requel, so I want to bring this up before I forget it because my mind is mush. But I want to apologize to these writers and everything that I have been bitching for how many months, years about this the name of this movie being fucking Scream. And now it makes sense. So I want to <laughs> apologize to that because, you know, I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this makes no sense, blah, blah, blah. But, okay, I want to apologize for that. I was completely in the wrong with that. Um, second of all, as far as the ghost face reveals go, I guess I'm weird about this movie. Like, to me, they were, like, I didn't care about that as much. I just didn't want you to fuck it up. Like, I just... Like I was, I guess I was more like, "All right, don't fuck up the Ghostface reveals, and just give me a good rest of the movie, and I'm I'm happy." And I was happy with with what they did with it. They didn't fuck it up. Um, you know, I would have been if you'd have given me some drastic thing like Nev Campbell be or Sydney being it, or you know, like a very controversial thing. Then it would have obviously been more of a focus. But to me, I don't know. I just was more focused on the story here. And for the first time, to me, like. The ghost face reveals were, were just secondary. And that's weird because to me, like Scream 2, I love Scream 2 until you get the ghost face reveal. And you're like, me too. This
2: uh, is I, I and hate then, the ghost face. You know, Scream
1: 3 is whatever it is. But then the ghost face reveal to me is, you know, we've talked about that. I'm just like, fuck. Like to me, like, I just didn't want, just don't mess that up. Don't, and to me, it wasn't the focus, I guess, a little bit. It was almost like there was so much going on. Like that wasn't the main, main, only focus of this movie. I mean, you had, Sam fighting with with the fact that she was Billy's you know daughter and that's not something they waited to the end to give you that's not some crazy reveal that's something like she was struggling with the whole movie so you've had other stuff to focus on for me and so to me like I think the ghostface reveals were fine but to me they didn't matter like I don't know that was weird
2: I I think the whole Sam Billy Loomis that Connection is a little bit of a commentary on the direction the Halloween's gone with generational trauma and things like that. I definitely think there's some commentary in the writing on that. Uh, they didn't really hide that either, by the way. When in interviews, they you know pretty much said, Hey, we're we we, you know we're talking about the Halloween franchise, which they love, but uh, I also think that they kind of went that direction on purpose and by bringing I think Billy Loomis being back and being. That being kind of hokey in a way over the top was on purpose, like we talked about. And I don't mind that because I think that was – I think, again, that was on purpose. As far as Ghostface reveals go, it's not the worst one we've had. To me, that would be Roman just because I don't think he's a very good Ghostface. That doesn't make sense. I don't like someone that's been there from the beginnings, you know – Being the puppet master, I hate that as a plot device. I think it's a weak excuse to get out of stuff. And the voice changer box is a terrible decision. Still Scream 3 is not my last movie, which we're going to get to. Um, But uh, I think it's okay. I'm a fan of it being the love interest, even though I could see it coming a mile away. So my whole focus during the movie was A, to enjoy the meta, but B, to figure out who the other ghost face was. And I'll be honest, I forgot Amber existed until the party. You know, they go to back to what was Stu's house and they're at the party. And I forgot she was even a character. There's a part of me that thought the whole time it was this movie's version of Randy, which was play uh, uh, Mindy Meeks. I thought that would have been an interesting direction. I think West would have been a, a more interesting direction. So I think they fell flat on the second one. It, now, the acting was good. By uh, the character, but by, by, by the actor who played her, I just don't feel that I don't feel they stuck the landing on the ending. But like you said, Brian, it almost didn't matter because I'd already kind of figured out who the main main mastermind Ghostface was. So I was just ready to see how they interacted. In my opinion, um, I you know. Hey, I, you,
1: b- before you g- before you finish, like a move on. You talked about Amber. Um, you know, to me, she gave me. Shay Mitchell vibes from you like season one, like she just really, I don't know where it's like, but I think Shay Mitchell played that character better in, in season one. I mean, I don't know if that makes sense. I think maybe it was, but of course there's more to write more time to flush out the character and to do what you need to do. Whereas this is, you know, two and a half hours with 45 people in the movie. So,
2: right. I, I think it's fair to say the really, the only the only ghost face reveal they ever really stuck stuck was the original. Uh, th- th- I mean, there's th- that's one of my favorite scenes in movie history is the reveal of those two. Um, I think it's great, but this not bad. It's not the worst of the franchise. Cause again, I can't stand the, go- the, the two ghost face and scream two, But so I feel like this is at least better than that. Um, real quick, let's talk about the ending. Do you got, I've seen some complaints online. We'll just comment real quick. Uh, that it maybe went on a little too long. I think people forget what franchise they're watching. That's They do that every movie. So just kind of general thoughts on the ending and if you thought it wrapped up in a nice bow. Did it leave you wanting to see another movie? I think I know Nico's answer. Leave <laughs> you wanting to see another movie, yes or no, let's start with Brian.
1: Uh, yes, but I the one thing that I can think of that I absolutely did not like about this was Amber coming back to life after she got burned for that whole... Once again, like, you know, the killer gets up and, and it's just to me that was it's overdone. Like even in the scream franchise, I think they've they've they they've played on that in like what scream two and three or what one, at least two. And so I'm just I was or yeah, definitely three. I remember, I forget the uh, Roman. They did that with Roman too. I just I, I was done with that. Now as far as seeing another one, yeah, absolutely. Um, give me the same writers, give me the same crew, uh, bring Kirby back.
2: Which uh, brings us save to it. Our save it, save Easter it, thing. So, save okay. it, save uh, it. Nico, thoughts on the ending, and if it made you want to at least see where the story goes. I
3: would watch another one. I mean, I'm not against it, but I just it felt like another. It's a requel, so it basically did a lot of the same stuff the first one did. It it just annoyed me. Gail gets shot, but of course, it's right in the hip. Then Sydney gets stabbed right in the hip. Then Sam gets hit right in the hip. It's like, and you had the opportunity to kill all of them, but you just want to dick around for too long, and not like, what do you want to do? You, you the the point of this is to kill them, but you're just BSing the whole time. It's like y'all watch stab one. This is inspired by it, so just kill them. <laughs> What's wrong with you people? But I agree with Brian. I hated that the girl getting up looking like Tiffany from Bride of Chucky, burnt face, jumping yeah, I at like people. Hated that. That was dumb as hell. Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's just. It's more of the same to me with Scream. I mean, it's, it wasn't a terrible movie by any means. Like, we've watched way worse on this show, but it's just, I just want something more, something different. I don't know. I just need something a little bit different than the same formula. But if you like the same formula, you're going to come back and support it. So I I don't know. I do like, and it's just none of the, like, I got to touch on something else, Mike, that we brought up earlier. I, I didn't care about none of the other characters really. Like, they were all pretty throwaway, like the,
2: I understand that.
3: The Jock and his sister, Amber, the girl who was trying to hook up with a Jock. I can't remember their names right now. I just watched it for the first time today, but they're so, they're unforgettable. Like, they're just there to be killed, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Liv was trying to hook up with them.
2: I do, I do agree. I wish there was more time to flesh out those characters. The only reason I'm going to give them a small pass for now is if we get a follow-up, which rumors all point towards there already being one, kind of in you know in pre-production. Um I need the, more out of the surviving characters. I need I don't, what
3: what don't 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 forget rip off Morgan Wallen who got killed. out of
1: nowhere. <laughs> he was that was yeah Joe Joe brought that actually to my attention and I was like, really? Oh shit. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, yeah. I'm not a huge country fan like you are. But yeah, that I, definitely I,
2: was. I, I liked that kill though. I thought it was really creative and good, but it was kind of random and out of nowhere. But every Again, like you said, if you like the formula, you're gonna like it. But if you don't like the formula, that followed the formula, there's always one kill that's kind of there. You know, it doesn't really fit within everything else. So I kind of understand that. Um, one more uh, small positive. I think all the scenes in the hospital are really well lit and really well shot, especially when Ghostface is there. I think all that stuff is really good. Um, I'll hey, say
1: I got to call you out, Mike. Though, but you you did say that. That Marley was the only other one for the sequels that came back, but Randy's sister did come back too.
2: That's true. That's true. You're right. So they were the only two. You're correct. That get, that kinda, that's what we call transition. a transition. little segue there, Brian. There's Easter <laughs> eggs in this movie. So. Wish.com, Morgan Wall. Wish.com, Morgan Yeah.
3: Like,
2: it really was. You've got to separate, Brian. I'll let you start. You got to separate the meta from the Easter eggs, okay? So try to kind of keep them not separate, but let's, cause the whole script is meta. The name of the movie is meta. So like, that's fine, but let's talk a little bit about some of the winks and nods to the other screams to some other horror movies. Let's go ahead and talk about it, Brian.
1: Well, obviously, you know, you brought up Kirby. Um, and you're the actually will that pointed that out to me. I did not see it. Obviously that's a lot of these Easter eggs. You're going to have to go back and catch on subsequent viewings or whatever. Um, but what is it that on the YouTube, uh, Whenever it's dead. dead meets appearance, Yeah. Dead meets appearance. Yeah. Maybe we'll be in the next one. You guys, so. Hey, give me, give us a call. Like we're, we're ready. We're ready to just uh, me and Brian. They're
2: the going to kick this other guy out. <laughs>
3: yeah. There's no way I'm getting invited, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, uh, there's a video to the right talking about, um, Hey, recommended videos and talking about survivor from the real stab, uh, with, with Kirby, being surviving. So, and that's something Wes kind of hinted at. Yeah, uh, we talked was. about that in our review of scream four. Um, You know, they talked about, he, I, I I guess that was his intention anyway. Um, I would love to see her come back as a legacy character in the next one. You know, don't just have the big three, you know, if you're going to bring back legacy characters, bring some back, you know, some survivors. We had a ton in scream four, which I, you know, and you know, I love that movie. Yeah. Something else that I noticed whenever, and I haven't gone and looked up Easter eggs. It's just the only two that I can remember off the top of my head. And so this is kind of meta and a reference reference to a sequel, where uh, Dewey's watching the uh, uh, Gail on her morning news show, and you hear Gail mention the fact that if she ever has bangs again, kill her. So that's obviously um, a reference to Scream Three and a
2: meta reference too. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's also, th- 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 this movie is bangs free. Sydney doesn't have them. Gail doesn't have them. There's no bangs in this movie, uh, which I think is kind of a running joke between the cast of the original characters. Um, so any final thoughts, fellas? We have a, an, an actual show to record tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about Misery. But uh, any, any final thoughts, any final things you want to say about Scream 2022? Um, I'll just say this. I'm looking forward to the continuance of the franchise. Just, I love Scream 4, but I think it was pretty yeah. clear that the franchise seemed kind of dead because of the money it didn't make. Um, Scream 4 has kind of come to life and lived on through DVD, and Netflix had it for a long time. And I think it grew in popularity on those platforms. So I am glad the franchise is back. The same way I feel about Halloween, where I may not necessarily love the direction of either, friend. like, I, I don't hate it. I, I'm just, I, I need to see it conclude. Same way I feel about Halloween ends, I feel about the, the next Scream. I'm excited, but I need I need another movie to kind of give this movie a, a little more fleshing out. But all in all, man, I have a hard time not liking the film. It gives me everything I want. It's meta as shit. Shout out to Dead Meat and Chelsea, because I that, that had to be the coolest fucking thing in the world to those two, to see themselves in a Scream movie. That's awesome. I love... By the way, I love that scene, the stab eight with like the metal mask and all that stuff. I thought that was really cool that they went that direction with it. And it you know it's really the first horror movie we've had that re- I know that Halloween had the podcasters like us, but it's really the first you know the horror community th- started thriving again on YouTube and yeah. for that for someone to finally put that in a movie and talk about it, I think was rather interesting and I like that direction. I hope they keep doing that. So, again, really enjoyed the film. I think this, as long as the same crew comes back uh, and we get a good story and we get good characters, I'm all in on the Scream franchise. Go ahead, Nico.
3: Oh, I love seeing Dead Meat because I saw their Instagram post this morning and I was like, did y'all know they were in there? Because I figured it would be like kind of just them like in the background or something. But, no, they were uh, front and center. I love – shout out to those guys. I love Dead Meat and Chelsea. They do a great job on their channel. Uh, don't be hating, Brian. It's, it's, it's not attractive to be hating. <laughs> but I'm just
1: uh, I'm just jealous,
3: <laughs> bro. And they got the tour, and they got the tour of the whole house. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, final thoughts: I thought the movie was solid. It was it was decent. I didn't absolutely hate the movie. I mean, I'm just not like you guys. I don't love the self, the constant self referential stuff. Like towards the end, where we had to kill Dewey in this one to make this sequel worthwhile. I was like. Jesus Christ, just kill him and move on with this. Like I, I just don't like that kind of dialogue, respectfully. But okay. solid movie. Uh Dewey's death was great. It was that was a very heartfelt scene when you when Gail saw his Absolutely. body being pulled great out. Great scene. That gave me like the chill bumps. I'm not gonna lie. Just cause, you know, that's that's our family now. We it's what Vin Diesel say, it's nothing stronger than family, and we lost some family. But um I would watch. You know, I, would have
1: liked to have seen, I would have liked to have seen Gail kind of go a little bit crazier over that, like get really yeah. mad about it and maybe not be so calm and collected when it came to killing uh, Amber.
3: Well, I just, I'm just curious, guys. If they make another one of these, how, where do you go from here?
1: I don't know because I honestly didn't know what they were going to do here because Man. Man. I was like, you know the first one was obviously you did a sequel you you talked about sequels you talked about trilogies you talked about remakes even though it was a reboot don't get me started on that remake but you know now you you i, I completely forgot about these the requels which is yep 100% right but i don't know what are you what are you going to be self referential about now like a, a requel sequel
2: they've never well obviously Halloween kills has come out um, I don't know what you could do with that, but you don't want to just want to keep kind of poking fun at the Halloween franchise. That's kind of lame. Um Well they're
1: the they're I, the only ones really kind of moving forward with this
2: stuff. But something we didn't touch on is the kind of not poking fun of, but making fun of uh elevated horror. Uh well uh five cream too. <laughs> five cream too. I like five it. cream too, baby. That name. uh honestly, you should recommend that if we ever get to interview those guys. Um, but uh something else they commented on that we didn't touch on really quick is the elevated horror, the A24 stuff, the Ariaster, you know, hereditary yeah, and midsummer yeah. and stuff that's like true. that. They haven't they quite, could go that route, they could go that route, in my opinion, yeah. if they wanted to. They mentioned it in this film as being the kind of new, you know, why like they do at the beginning of all the sequels where they kind of talk about. You know, and two, they talk about sequels. They're in a theater, you know. And in three, you you know, there's some uh, self-referential what's going on there. Four, the whole opening is about torture porn shit and all that other stuff, which was popular at the time. So maybe you could go that direction if that's the direction horror is still going, which kind of seems to be that way outside of Halloween and Scream, which are classic franchises. But outside of that, I... I don't know where they could go, but I would like to see the continuation of some of these new characters so they're more fleshed out, so I care about them more. Um, and introduce some new good characters as well. So that's really all. all I ever need is good, tight meta script, uh, uh, decent stabs. I, mean, I want the stab franchise to be mentioned forever. And as long as it's got the Scream score and all that stuff, and Roger L. Jackson, I'll probably come back and watch it. So... Uh, any final thoughts, and we'll and then we'll quickly re rank the franchise one by one.
1: The only thing I wanted to say is basically atmosphere. You know, like that's something that I went back and was I was answering a question for uh, um, something me and and friend of the show Joe were talking about earlier today about um, you know she were talking about Billy and and uh, I I had seen it before and so I was going back and trying to find a screenshot of him in the, uh, in the, uh, movie store at the very, at the very beginning when Randy and Stu were talking and he's kind of, uh, over in one of the aisles talking to some of the girls. Um, now, if you look at that now, you know, you can look at that a little bit differently because obviously he was fucking around on Sydney, which I mean, shit, he's planned on killing her for two years. It's not like he's, you know, right. like <laughs> going to be, going to be like a one man monogamy monogamous guy, but watching that kind of made me be like god there's just something and i don't know if it's the i don't know if it's just because it's something that i watched when i was younger and it's just there's something about the atmosphere in scream 1 and scream 2 and i don't think any other screams have captured that again except for 4 and i love this movie i just said i just ranked it like a 9.75 But it doesn't feel the same to me as one, two, and four do for some reason. And I don't know what it is. So maybe I would say, I don't know. I mean, this one went really big, right? I mean, it went fucking huge. Like, it went really big. Maybe don't go so big on the next one. You know, maybe have a tighter story, smaller, more secluded. You know, do you go back to Woodsboro again? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Do you? I don't know. To, but I'm not the writers. I'm not the one getting paid millions of dollars to do this anyway. So, um, go make my prequel hell and pay me to that would be great. that would great. be awesome. <laughs> I would like to, <laughs> I, I don't know to I just want I just want it to be good. and I just want them to kind of recapture that atmosphere that I kind of missed uh, and I've missed a three out of these five to
2: me. I'll Two say this. I'll say this on that really quick. I really, to me, only one hasn't captured it. So we have a small disagreement there. but um not that this did it perfectly. But the last 30 minutes or so, to me, kind of captured that atmosphere that I was looking for. Uh, one thing that this movie did right that 4 didn't is a stupid lighting decision they did in 4. But anyway, um, speaking of Scream 4, let's get to re-ranking the franchise real quick now that we have a new movie. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start with Brian. Scream rankings, let's go. Let's go last to best. Here we go.
1: Uh last three, two, and then man, I'm really struggling between this one and four being the second place. Like I'm really struggling with it. Um, you know, the other day I was like, hey, this is ducking, no problem. I loved it. I was fresh right out of it. In movie. I was like, this is number two right behind the first one. I still think the first one's number one. I, I I think four is number three at least. Um, but four and this one to me are really, really tight right there for number two. Go ahead, Nico.
3: All right, coming in last is three, pretty distant last. Then fall. Then in fourth place will be number two. Then number three, slightly above that one, will be the new one, Scream Five. Uh, number two is Scream Four. And then a very, very, very distant number one is the original Scream.
2: Fair enough. Uh, my last uh, coming in last is Scream Two, which is insane because it used to be my favorite. For a long time, but over Me time, too. I just don't. I don't think it's as rewatchable as the others. Uh, I think it, it's too damn long, and there's some scenes in it that I just g- genuinely don't like, and I don't think they age well. Um, after that is our next. After that is Scream Three, which is not very good either, but it's also if that's quote unquote the worst movie in your franchise, which generally is thought of as that you're okay, you're doing okay if that's the worst movie in your franchise. Just my opinion. Um, after that is Scream uh, 2022, this new one. I think it's, I had a, you know, I went back and forth on which one I wanted to rank second, but just fresh, only seen this one once, maybe some rewatches will change my mind. But uh, as of right now, Scream 4 will hold the number two spot because I love that movie so much. I go back and forth more so on which one I like better between the original Scream and Scream 4. That's how much I like Scream 4. But currently as it sits, I'm going to give scream from 1996, the original the number one spot in the franchise. I think it's one of the best horror movies ever. And it's got one of the best scenes in cinema history, which is the opening. So looks like, uh, it looks like
1: you and Jennifer Kramer agree. Speaking of the original. There we go, Jen original.
2: Yeah. Well, that's golly. It's just, it's uh, such a good scene, man. So good. Uh, I don't have that, but I have stab and I got scream on the back here. Thanks uh, again. Shout out to Catherine for making my gear. Um, Fellas, anything unbooked. else before we get out of here? We've got a, a got the, we've got a a real show to record here.
3: Unbelievable wealth in the settle household.
2: This cost six, <laughs> this this cost six dollars. This is an old dingy shirt I already had, and the and the <laughs> vinyl and the vinyl was like four bucks. So what are we talking about here? I'm just fucking with
3: you.
1: <laughs> All right, man, we got to go do misery. Fuck, let's go. Hey, br-
2: Hey, Brian just sent me $20 on PayPal, so I don't know what that's about. Anyway, all right. Hey, thank you for all, thank you all for tuning in, watching along. We really appreciate it. If we broke up or had any technical difficulties, I apologize. But hopefully you guys enjoyed this. If you're catching us late, you can always go back and rewatch. It'll be right up on YouTube after this, and we'll have an audio version of it later in the week as well. Um, uh, yeah, I'll put it out
1: as a full podcast, the same okay. way you get all your other ones here later
3: in the week.
2: All right, sounds good. You can check us out there. And if you don't, I'll cut you like a fish.
3: Baba Duke is better. Oh
2: hey! Shit, you didn't even talk
1: about that. What about your fucking Baba Duke references all in? Yeah, this, man. All your I Dukes. thought you would like, I mean, all you've done is take shit from Baba Duke, and I heard that like I heard them say it on the big screen, and I was like, Oh fuck, <laughs> no Nico, man, this is Nico right here.
2: I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go so I could go, go take a Baba Duke. Okay, easy. we're going, we're
1: going. Okay. Oh my god, man. <laughs> Baba
2: Duke is better.
3: Don't counsel us. He's he's
2: ridiculous. Don't Baba Duki is not better. One of the, What are we doing? Piece what are garbage? Alright, we'll catch you next time.
3: And I uh, just want to remind everybody to
0: uh don't go do out there. The hands of from the midnight hour behind this man's of-